what is some tips and some things that you're showing people that you see are going through this still burnout phase and how they're coming out of it? Great question. So I, I use my three-step framework and simplify it. So it's um, embrace, evaluate, and energize. Embrace. The first step is to embrace the past, the present, and future. You have to recognize that some of your situations, whether it's unforgiveness, as you mentioned, um, limiting beliefs are impacting you right now. Okay. So you got to get real with it. Pushing it, you can only put so much under the rug before you trip over it. Okay. And then you also must manage your expectations. You have to be realistic about what you want to happen. The second thing is evaluate. So what are the root causes? In medicine and life, I like to dig deep. The why beneath the why beneath the why. Because if you just stay very surface, you get very surface response and very surface solutions that only last for a week or two or a season. Then they're, poof, the wind blows. Or a day. Or a day. You are listening to the Heath Fluids Podcast. And we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the Second Chance Coachman, Michael David Huey. Welcome to another session of the Heat Fluence Podcast. Uh, it, it's an exciting day today. Every day is an exciting day, right? And I, I, I think that when, you know, my grandmother taught me to, you know, she always said, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, right? And when you think about joy and glad. I was just talking to Dr. Mitchell before we started uh, and the, it was lightning and thundering outside. And most of the people that know me, like I, I said to her, like, it's just been hot. It's either really hot or raining. Thank God it doesn't rain every Wednesday when I play golf with my 87 and 85 year old clients. I have two clients, one that I helped overcome cancer, another that I helped overcome um, uh, a prostate issue, not cancer, but very close to it. Um, and and just to be able to be around two guys in their upper 80s that actually one of them plays golf once a week, pickleball twice a week, and tennis twice a week. So I always told him, I hope when I'm 87 years old that I have the energy and the stamina he does. I'm, I'm 54, just turned 54 a couple of weeks ago, and I feel 34. So good. So I'm on path to catch Ed when I get there, right? And yeah. so what I really like, and I was telling uh, Dr. Rich, my guests before we got started, is that I really just love to be around people. Like, I love people. At the end, you'll hear me. I, I talk about people all the time. I like Dr. Mitchell because she's also, you know, she's she's in the holistic uh, realm like myself. She's also uh, a family physician. Um, if you go and listen, which will be cool. She didn't know this, but she'll follow this uh, next, this next, this following next week. Um, a, a doctor that I just had on my podcast last week. And I, I skipped a week because I wanted more people to hear his message. And um, pediatrician uh, was fired from his job for not wanting to vaccinate children, uh, the whole nine yards. And, and just how he was raised Jewish, became a Christian at a, uh, at a Sid Roth conference where he his hands turned gold. You have to go back and listen to it. It's just an amazing transformation of how God took him from living in a, and, and, and like he says, a completed Jew now, right? Like to really knowing Christ and following Christ. And, and, um, I, I met my guest today, Dr. Mitchell on clubhouse, and we've had the privilege of being in some rooms together and just really encouraging one another. And I told her like, I'm selfish. I, I'm not, I mean, not in life, but, it, but in some circumstances, God allows us to be like that when it comes to wanting to interview people, wanting to get to know people, um, and wanting to be around them. And, and uh, I, I told her, I said, look, um, it's all in God's timing, right? It's in God's timing that we do this. You know, uh, 
she's a speaker and an educator, soon to be an author. I, I, I like that that she, you know, she has the the passion for teach people teaching people how to overcome burnout and you know, how to set their mindset right and how to live, you know, perform better. And we have a lot in common. It's really, it's really funny. We have a lot in common. You know, I've, one of the things that I, one of my, one of my coaches um, who has actually become a really good friend of mine, his name's Dr. Eric Thomas. They call him the hip hop preacher. He's, he's just one of my good friends. We were texting on Saturday just to catch up a little bit. And, and he always, it's funny. He always calls me Whenever I can't talk and I call him when he can't talk, we just have one of those, you know, we're like, okay, let's set it. We're, we're almost like we have to set a date, right? Dr. Mitchell, if we really want to talk to certain people, we really have to set a date, right? Yes, and, exactly. and Eric said, if you want to be a part of the one percenters club, you have to be four to five steps ahead of, of people that are doing what you're doing and doing something different. Yes. And so I, I, be, I began to do that. I've started doing DNA testing. I've started doing epigenetics testing. One of the nutrition companies that we partnered with that I get to work with Aaron Brockovich. If any of you are movie buffs, uh, I get to work with the real Aaron Brockovich, not Julia Roberts, right? So I get to work with Aaron. Aaron is, a, a, is known around the world as one of the top advocates in the health and wellness industry. If you ever watched the movie, um, it, it's amazing that it was that it would to believe that it was done over 30 some years ago, you know, right? So when we think about those things and then the, the company just gave my wife and I, we are actually going on a trip. I, my wife's got this countdown thing downstairs. I haven't looked at it, Dr. Mitchell, the last couple of days. I think it's like 25 days. We're going to Austria and Croatia, which I've never been to either place, just one day in Austria and then five days in Croatia. But uh, I'm super excited to be traveling again. I know Tucker yeah. was like, I live in Canada. We can't go anywhere right now, you know? And 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 I think that's one of the things that I'm I'm super excited about. So, Dr. Mitchell. Yeah. Welcome to the Heatfluence Podcast. I'm super excited. I get to see you. Uh, we get to connect. We get to just be in each other's presence. And uh, I'm super excited to, to get to know you better today. And I'm, I honor you today. So thank you for being thank with me. Thank you for having me here. I'm reaching out to me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. So as I said, Dr. Mitchell and I met on Clubhouse. If you don't know about... It's really funny. Uh, my wife and I are not big TV people, but we we're, we like stuff that stimulate our brain, like you know trivia stuff where it's asking you questions. And she happened to fit, she happened to fit, turn on the weakest link uh, the other night, right? And and if you've ever watched that, she's just mean, right? Like the lady's like, you know, uh, so make fun of the people when they don't get the questions right. And I'm I've became very good at it. I became very good at answers because and I think it, it changed my one of the things she she said was what was the what was the newest uh, audio app that was created during the pandemic? And we all know that it was Clubhouse. And the guy got it right. Which I was thinking, nobody's going to get that right. Nobody even knows about Clubhouse, right? Like, yeah, it's but, a well-kept secret. People, so many people don't know. Even in 2021, when, when it was at its height, at least compared to I now. I ask people all the time. Like, like, what? Clubhouse, what's that? Right? You aren't in the self-development growth space unless you know about Clubhouse. You are not searching. I'm just saying. Yeah, so I mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and and even for me, just like um, we're close to nineteen thousand followers, and somebody said to me, you know, when I had fifteen, hey, did you know you had fifteen? I was like, no. And then you know, seventeen, and now my wife said, hey, you're really close to nineteen, and I I didn't even pay attention to it, right? I just it just continued to grow organically. Um, I did. I'll be honest with you, I did not like uh, Instagram that much. Um, yeah. It's funny. I made a post today 
um, on one of my reels to tag some of our new people. And I realized I had about 15 new clients that weren't even on Instagram. Like they're not on Instagram. So like, I'm like, uh, let me try to tag like 15 of my new clients and they're not on Instagram because it's not their thing. It's not their style, right? Like we're, What's good about what we do, Dr. Mitchell, is that we can gain, we gain God ordains our footsteps, right? So he's able to bring people in from different avenues, whether it's LinkedIn or, or Clubhouse or, you know, I, I posted a couple of videos on TikTok, which a lot of my friends are really killing it on TikTok, right? And I just, I just do what I can do to be able to have a balance between what I do. And so tell me about you. I know you live in Canada. Tell me about your story. Tell me how we can get to know Dr. Mitchell better. All right. How do I say my story? It's quite epic, but I am- I love epic, girl. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Yes, I'm Dr. Mitchell. I'm a board certified physician. And I'm also a coach, a speaker on wellness, burnout, advocacy. I basically, this, this is my little secret. I speak all about those things with the underlying desire to teach people about the importance of family, the importance of getting back to the basics, the importance of taking a holistic approach to life. Because those words don't sell, you know? Yeah, they, they don't sound like they should fit together, right? No, they're not. So I take for us, care. for us, yes, but not yes, for most people. For us, yes, but most people know. So we know that majority of employees at some point in the past two years have experienced burnout. It's record level. It's the it's the pandemic on the pandemic on the pandemic. And it's really just a symptom of other things going on. And my biggest desire is actually if I go out and impact one person who impacts their families, their communities, we help make the world a better place. So that's my little mission. So that's really why I do this. It's my calling to make this place a better place in which I came to it. And doing that empowers so many things. And also, it's not only for other people, also for myself, because I've come to believe that life happens for you, not to you. Because if I had taken the victim point of view, I would have said, well, with me, these horrible things have happened to my life. And they have. They've been horrible. But things happen for a reason. And because they happen for a reason, it's my duty, it's my purpose to make meaning out of that mess and to help others. I love it. Let's start with you. Let's start with you as a kid. Like, like. Where'd yeah. you grow up? Like that stuff. And, and you know what I think is good about that too, Doc, uh, Dr. Richard, before you go in that, you know, um, I actually, uh, a good friend of mine that I met on Clubhouse, um, they actually have a room in the morning. It's called Prophetic Intercession, right? And okay. it's, my, yes. it's my friend, uh, Dr. Francina, Dr. Francina Norman. Okay. And cool. and she has Dr. John Eckhart on there and, and mm-hmm. several others. And um, her and her husband have a small church in Orlando. And Sunday we went to our church and then we went to her church. She's in Africa, teaching in Africa right now, which is just amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But it, he said something that just confirmed what you said to me. Um, it, he said, we were created by God for God and all things work together for his good and our yeah. good. And I thought, wow, if we could really grasp that concept, what would our life be different? It, it's it's funny, my grandmother had this, um, my grand, Dr. Mitchell, my grandmother had this picture in her bedroom and, and I get goosebumps right now as I think about it because she said, you know, God owns a thousand cattle on a thousand hill on all the hills, right? Yes. Like you, Dr. Mitchell gets a thousand. I get a thousand. Lisa gets a thousand. We all yeah. get a thousand, right? Like if we really conceptually thought about that, I thought about that a couple of years ago when I, when I brought my wife out of retirement and, and we lost all of our retirement and half of a million dollars and a lot of stuff, but God re- reminded me of that picture. And then yep. now, you know, what the enemy meant to destroy us, God used what you just said 
for us, to yeah. get us into a different platform, to get us to do different things, to get us to be more logical about our finances and to really, um, I reread a book called Boundaries by Dr. Cloud and Dr. Townsend, and it really yeah. fit in a lot of things that I had to set up. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. You just encouraged me already. I'm, I'm super excited. So tell me, how do I, tell me about Dr. Mitchell. I'm excited yeah. to learn about you. So, so my childhood, I am third child, though I used to be called the fourth boy because I have three brothers. I was not a spoiled, pampered daughter. As some people think I had to work out just like the boys did go in the yard, pull weed, plant things. Like my parents thought they were farmers. They weren't, but we had a big yard at one point. So we were out there. So I, yeah, I didn't have a life that was sugar-coated and we moved around a lot in my first 12 years of life. I believe I moved 10 times. So I don't really, didn't really know what it was like to stay in one place for a long time and had to adapt. And sometimes when you're the new kid, every time you don't fit in for many reasons. And I'm a globe trotter. I've lived in the UK, middle of England. I've lived from coast to coast in Canada. I've lived in the United States. And I hope very soon to get back on a plane and get traveling again because it's been a number of years and I'm itching to re-explore life but from a different perspective. Before it was me pursuing the goal, which was kind of presented to me, like be a doctor, you know, you're based to be a doctor, be accountant, you know, that kind of family brain, which is okay. But now I'm actually doing what I really wanted to do at the beginning, which was to make an impact. And I viewed myself as a teenager being in front of a stage, empowering women and others to like do better. I didn't really know anything at that point. There was no social media. I, I was shy. I didn't do public speaking. I just knew that was in my, that was inside of me. Your DNA. It's in your right? DNA. It was, exactly. It was imprinted. And being a very stubborn person, I persisted with the medical system. I became a try to advocate for what I know is right, this holistic balanced approach. And part of the wellness in, includes spiritual wellness and other parts of wellness that people forget. But anyway, and then seeing the health crisis and how everything's on top of like upside down and backwards. I'm like, the answers are so simple, but they're not really paying attention to what we should have. We should have 100%. used this past two years to really make a huge positive statement for public health, which is families, exercise, mindset, prevention, eating whole foods, like all those building your immune system, all those wonderful things, tackling obesity, you know, all those things that would have made a huge impact, but because whatever reasons, we're not there. We didn't take, we didn't make the best use of this time. We didn't take advantage like, of it. We didn't take most. advantage of it. I, yeah. Some of us didn't. Some, I mean, like you oh, and I, I did, did because we understood. I did. I did. I, like yeah. we both did. You and I did because. Yeah. We, 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 we think ahead. We think yes. we, we, you know, I always say the difference between, you know, our, our, our head and our heart is 12 inches, right? Like yes. if we, as a man, there's one of my favorite books by Dr. James Allen was, you know, as a man thinketh right. Therefore he yes. becomes right. Yes, of course. You got to think ahead there. Nothing that's happening right now is surprising to me. Like it's not, I don't need no conspiracy theorists. I just like, look, look this is just law of nature. Like, come on, look at the history, look at the present, like, hello. And then now it's COVID. Now it's monkeypox. It's going to be another thing. It's like people, until you get back to the basics of what we're supposed to be doing or calling as human beings, we're going to be in this turmoil. But because we live steps ahead, we're able to rise above it. I can say with all certainty that in the pandemic, I say I found my 2020 vision. Yes, I still wear glasses. But what I mean is that I was able to see finally the veil that was there, that expectations that others put on me that I put on myself was gone. And I went back to the basics of my original calling. 
And that is why I'm here. And that's, I'm healthier, happier, stronger. And the fact is, it's really not that complicated to be those things. It really isn't hard. And I shared that message with people who listen to me, my clients and in my work, my writing, et cetera, et cetera, my speaking. It doesn't have to be this complicated. You don't have to be in a rut. You don't have to be broken. It just doesn't have to be this way. And that keeps me going. Like that. I've like you, I've lost. It took me losing a lot of things before I found I said, okay, fine, I'm done with that. Let me move on. Okay, God, I'm listening. Fine, okay, okay. Let's do this. But I mean, that stubbornness is always also a good thing because it helps me push through and persevere, right? So that's me in a nutshell. And I have two beautiful girls. Yeah. No, no, no. Talk about, so, because a lot of doctors, medical doctors in general are gravitating a little. Now, there are still some of the ones that didn't figure that out, Yes, but have kind of gravitated towards the holistic uh, solution. Like my my medical doctor retired. I, I haven't. I've been sick once in 23 years. Yes. Um, I got COVID in January. I, I, I unfortunately, it was weird. When you haven't been sick in uh, two and a half decades, um, when you get sick, you're like a big baby, right? Like you just don't even know what to do. Like, what is this? Like, what am I feeling? And I had the, I, I had the un- unfortunate experience of getting what I believe was the Delta variant. And mm-hmm. it was, and it wasn't fun. It was not no. fun. You know, yeah. and 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 I I felt like I was dying, <laughs> and I was like I was like okay Lord I know I'm not dying but man it sure feels like it because I know you're not done with me yet right and literally one of the best things I did is I went and got the monoclonal antibodies and I wish I could have found a place where I could have got them sooner uh, because immediately I started feeling better but it took me ten days to find a place to be able to get them and. Uh, I started feeling better. I started, feel, you know, I started getting, and I haven't had any side effects or any long haulers or anything like that. I've, I'm complete. Shoot, I, I feel better than I've ever felt in my life, right? And I think when we don't, when we don't, we don't take advantage of the the knowledge of educating ourselves in the midst of trials and tribulations, then we stay the same. We never change. You know, it's it's like Dr. John C. Maxwell, who's one of my mentors. You know, he rewrote his book, um, "Developing the Leader Within You 2.0, Right. And some people said they liked the first one better. You know, some people said, I don't know. But he said the reason he wrote it is because he says, I'm not that same person anymore. Yes. You know, I'm not that same person that I wrote that book 30 years ago and I'm not that same person. Right. And I became a different person. I became more knowledgeable. And there's a lot of people that, you know, still teach the same thing. So talk about your transition from family medicine into a more holistic. uh, Yes. Great question. So when in teaching, they teach about the theory of, you know, when you talk to a patient with a problem, the first thing you talk about is lifestyle modification, right? That's the first answer you must pick. And that's great. But then you go into real practice. That's kind of not the reality. Majority of people are A, not picking it, or there's barriers towards picking it, whether it's mental barriers or real physical barriers. But the point is, and that's not what the money's put behind. When it comes to companies and governments putting their budgets, they're not putting it behind what we know. Research has shown that ABC improves this. But how many more research do we need to tell us that exercise is important? Um, Early child development is important. Sitting on the dining table with your family is important. Being in a safe environment with access to health care and safe drinking water is important. Like, come on, like, do you really need to to the same thing? So in my mind, I thought, okay, I'll, 
I can help more people because I teach them the values of preventive care and how amazing it is. And they'll need less of me. That didn't happen. No. Nope. <laughs> but it was not that self piece of, that people don't like to hear, but that accountability. You have to do your part because healthcare is not this renewable resource. It is finite. And clearly we're seeing that. How many hospital ERs are shutting their, reducing their hours? People are waiting for how long in, an, in a hallway with a Three broken hours, day? four Three hours, days, yeah. right? Like this is becoming the norm. And, and because the healthcare system is being eroded, it's not even, it's not even operating as a system. So there's that piece of um, self-accountability. Yes, we want our governors and our politicians to do the right thing, but come on. We are the people of the majority, actually. We are the majority. I agree. So if we took that and actually did something with it on a grassroots level, educated ourselves, empowered ourselves, and voted based on these decisions, what a different world it would be. Ah. I'm just, it's just, isn't that what the books say? Like, isn't that what the history says? Like, but why aren't yeah. we living? Why aren't we? We have this information. It's there. We don't use it. Well, God gave us all, I think God gave us all the information that we need, right? Everything. Like the, 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 the Bible even says the reason that we lack wisdom is because we don't ask for it. Right. Exactly. But why, you know, if we, you know, it's even like with people that are afraid of money, right? Like the exchange oh, of money and they don't want to talk about it. I, I had a, I had a friend of mine, um, a friend of me and my wife's and, and I said, why don't you try this for one month? Mm-hmm. Why don't you try not talking about anything negative? Like, Oh, I need a new car. Oh, I can't believe it's $600. Oh, I need this. Oh, I can't believe my ex-husband's like this. Oh, I can't believe it. I said, why don't you try for one month to think positive? Exactly. And literally five days later, she said, oh my God, I didn't realize how bad it was. Yes. And that's why? the majority of people. That's the 99%. It, it, you know what? Dr. Mitchell, it's funny you just said that because I had this vision and you just confirmed it back to me. Is think about what the Bible says. The Bible says that God will leave the 99 to save just that, that one. one. Right. Just that one. And that's when my friend Eric, Dr. Eric Thomas said the one percenters, because Mm -hmm. that's what he's looking for. He's looking. He he says, you know, uh, we worship him in spirit and in truth. We're human bodies, but we're still a spirit. Yeah. We choose. God would never force himself to have a relationship with us. Just like we can't force people, you know, um, when I switched to, to some of the things I was doing and not taking a whole bunch of supplements and I went down to using Nutri nutrigenomics things and activating systems in my body. I, it took me a while, but I got my family to start to understand the bigger picture of it. And they eventually started getting off of medications, but there were certain areas in their life that I couldn't change. I, my dad still liked bologna sandwiches and my dad still liked all this stuff, right? My dad still liked his remote control um, chair that he sat in and, and it lifted him up out of it instead of walking and exercising. But he was never like that growing up. He, our society has ingrained in us how the world thinks, not how God thinks. Yes. That plays an important part of the role of environment, right? It's not just physical environment, the mental environment, but the listeners that are listening, you might be in a home that is very negative or a society that's very negative, but you have the power of technology. To tap into, for example, Clubhouse, so we met, into rooms that are edifying, to be around people that you ordinarily would never have met if you just stayed in your small town of Boise, Idaho, or wherever it is, <laughs> right? Yeah. You've got to reach. And we have the tools and capability to connect with people at lightning speed. 
it's no longer an excuse. Yeah. I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think, I think when we look at the bigger picture, you know, um, it, you know, I started teaching people, um, I mean, we have people overcoming cancer and autoimmune and, and, and all these different things and, you know, relationships being built. And a lot of it is rooted and grounded. Like there's, there's numerous studies out in the medical industry and now in the holistic industry where they talk about breast cancer and its relationship to unforgiveness. Yeah. Right. And the emotional aspect of it. And, you know, um, I just had a, um, a girl go through one of my 30 day detox programs and, and for 15 years, she struggled with, with anxiety and depression. And now it's been delivered from her and yes. she's free of it. And I was like, don't go pick it back up. Right. Exactly. Like don't pick it back up. And I think sometimes when we think about that, Dr. Mitchell, we think about the, 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 you know, the, the proverbial picking it back up. So Let's 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 finish and talk about this real quick. Talk about obviously now we're in, you know, like you said, now I, I saw some stuff on the monkeypox today. I was just laughing and and and, you know, and it's more more people are now starting to wear masks again. And I'm just like, oh, please, no, please, no. Right. And 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 I'm like, you know, I've been working. I've helped a lot of people overcome vaccine injuries and just the whole nine yards of all that happened. Right. And so a lot of people are just burnt out, like where they're just like, I just want to go lay under a rock or like, like, for instance, my, my client that I, that I took upon that I hadn't seen in years. She's like, oh, I just got COVID and, and, and my husband, re- my boyfriend retired. And I was just like, ah, let's just play games on my phone and watch TV. And I've got money coming in galore and I don't have to fly. I don't have to do all this. And then she's just like, I'm just burnt out. Like talk about that because I know that's a passion of yours of helping people walk through that. Talk about what that looks like and talk about how important that is now, because it, it, let's be realistic. There's, there's a reason why Mondays is the most, there's more heart attacks and people dying of heart attacks on Mondays than anything. Cause people don't understand looking. It's just like I told you about my friend earlier that went five days about being positive. You know, she she has the abilities to be a coach also and make money where a $600 car payment would be nothing to her if she just followed through on things that she's never followed through on, right? We have these people that have these, um, this morning in Dr. Fr- in, in Pro- Apostles Francina's room, she talked about the fulfillment of things. Like really all these gifts and talents that Dr. Mitchell and I have, if we never manifest them or take action with them and never put them into action, then a lot of times we do become burnout. It's called, there's an old thing, Dr. Mitchell's called analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a guy come for a VIP day and he looked at my Google Drive and he sat down and he's like, I'll write you a check right now for $10,000 if you give me permanent access to your Google Drive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? He said, do you know how much stuff you have in here? Like you've been in two of the highest level masterminds You've got all, you've got this platform that's been here for three years that you haven't launched that could be making you 30, 40, 50, 60, 70,000 a month. What are you doing? And I think now I do. Now I understand that. Thank God. But what does, what do, what is some tips and some things that you're showing people that you see are going through this still burnout phase and how they're coming out of it? Great question. So I I use my three step framework to simplify it. So it's um, embrace, evaluate, and energize. Embrace. First step is to embrace the past, the present, the future. You have to recognize that some of your situations, whether it's unforgiveness, as you mentioned, um, limiting beliefs are impacting you right now. Okay. So you got to get real with it. Pushing it, you can only put so much under the rug before you trip over it. Okay. And then you also must manage your expectations. You have to be realistic about what you want to happen. Okay. The second thing is evaluate. So, what are the root causes? In medicine and life, I like to dig deep. 
the why beneath the why beneath the why. Because if you just stay very surface, you get very surface response and very surface um, solutions that only last for a week or two or a season, then they're poof, wind blows. Or know. a day. Or a day. <laughs> lucky, right? So that evaluating piece is key. And looking at it in a holistic um, way of looking at it by looking at all the aspects of the wellness wheel. And then the third is an energized, take empowered action with systems and strategies in place. And that's very basic, but I can apply this to anything, including burnout. Okay. You got to see why you burnt out, what are the root causes? Okay. Why do you think this way? And be honest with it. It could be because you have a hard time saying no, right? A lot of people just say yes to everything. Yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. I can do this. Yep. That's you why know? I read the book Boundaries again, because I was right? caught. I was Boundaries. constantly saying yes. Yeah. And, and then and the title of the book is knowing when to say yes and knowing when to say no. It's exactly. There's a time and place for everything, yeah. right? So boundaries is key. And sometimes our boundaries are not there because we lack the self-esteem. We feel guilty. We've been programmed in such a way to think that our worth is attached to us saying yes or doing this with somebody. And our worth is so much more than that. Our worth, our worth isn't attached to anything earthly. So much more than that, right? So that's the first step. So you must um, embrace it, energize, and then take empowered action. That means getting the help you need, getting mentors who really can pour goodness into your life, coaches who've actually been there, not just someone who just talks to talk, but actually walks the walk and has the receipts to prove that they have done this, right? And creating systems in your life that help and push you towards that goal. It, it could mean changing who you listen to, the music you listen to, where you drive, your watering hole, um, your friends. You may have to find new friends and that's okay. I've had a period where I didn't have any friends because my friends were losers. I'm sorry to say, they tried to pull me down. They were happy with me being down. And then when I want to pull myself up, they want to pull me down. So I'm like, no, I ain't going to be your friend. I'd rather be myself, be by myself. But I mean, you're in a world where you have technology that can shorten that gap of where you don't feel like you have a community to what you do. You can find your tribe relatively easy as long as you know who you are, what you want is, and what your purpose is here. What do you want to accomplish? And just like um, um, Dr. Town said with the book, who he was 30 years ago is who he was now. And same with my life. I'm continuously evolving and changing, but I believe my change has intensified over the past two years. Like who I was and what I know a year ago is exactly different than where I am right now. And I'm happy for that. I'm blessed for it. And what I'm able to do with my life and scale and spread this message of hope, restoration, it's just so much more different than back in the day when I had a pen pal in Japan and I was writing letters like and mailing them versus now I can send a message and I can spread it to, toward, to how many people, right? So burnout, it's, Burnout, the challenge with burnout often lies with it. And then that's where it starts. But then you also look at the systems in which you work in. Like I worked in the healthcare system, despite being resilient, like being very good at what I did, I was still working and operating a system that was dysfunctional. Mm. Right. So I made that choice to step away. I had a big practice, very big practice medical center. I owned, I built from ground up at a 26 year old. I was like, I'm going to build a medical practice, you know, a couple million dollars in later. I'm like, okay. This was great, but this system sucks. This system doesn't want to change. And for me to really be true to myself and really push change, I had to get out of the box. So I wasn't muzzled. So I wasn't, you know, so no one could tell me, no, right now I'm a free agent. I can say my truth as a civilian and it's it's freeing. But you got to know who you are. You got to step back. Look, what's most important to you at this time? And that can change over time. But I believe you still have your North Star, what your guiding principles are. And if you don't have those principles, come on, let's talk. Like that's, 
that's another story entirely. We have a lot of we have a generation of children and adults who don't have a, they don't know what the North Star is. They're lost. They just go with the next trend, the TikTok trend. Well, someone tells them this is cool and this is the way to be and this is that. And they're confused and they're depressed and they're sad. Go figure. And that's the truth. It's the truth. It is the truth. Well, let me ask you one other question. Sure. This is be a last question. I I, I think I, what I really like it, it, it is now that I've heard you speak on Clubhouse a lot and and you know one of the really things I like about Clubhouse is I can put show me less of these rooms. Like I yes. don't go into the room. Like I didn't even know this, but they started banning people mm-hmm. on Clubhouse. Yeah. Right? I didn't even know this. Like I, I they like uh, J T Fox and his. Oh yeah. Um, he got done. banned. Right. Like. All these people just, and, and I realized now that people that I liked when I noticed why and what they were stood for, it made me not really like them that much. Right. And I think, you know, it goes back and this is just for me, Dr. Mitchell, I, I'm a kingdom guy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kingdom minded, but it's not going to change. I'm not going to gravitate towards, you know, and that, and that's fine. Some people will say, well, you know, I work with believers, non-workers. I mean, I've, I've, worked with Jewish people that have come to know Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Because not of what I said, but, but what I did. You know, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that button on, on Clubhouse. Show me less of these rooms. Yes. Right. Like, yay. Right. Like, I don't have to listen to the, you know, millionaire marathon rooms and some of these other ones. Right. <laughs> like, like, I don't have to listen to them. Right. Like, and even mentors of mine, like, you know, people that I really, really liked. I won't mention their names, but, you know, because I see them at conferences and at events, right? But like, they're not even, they're, they're, they're talking about racism and systemic racism and all this stuff, but they're really not, their heart's not in the right place. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, a place of advancement for themselves rather than for advancement. And for me, like, you know, I'm going to go to seven figures and I'm going to give 80% of my income away to bit, to stop human trafficking and fund the kingdom and, mm-hmm. and eliminate poverty and do the things that, you know, I don't, I don't need to spend $40,000 gas on a, uh, a jet, I'm a jet. when I know that people are starving. Yes. I don't, I, you know, I don't know if you saw this, but, uh, here in the United States, a, a pastor that I, and, and I believe this because of the, and then I'll let you answer this question that I'm about yeah. to ask is. I believe a lot of pastors, um, you know, even the Bible says will perish for a lack oh, yeah. of knowledge in the latter days. And I believe we are in the latter days, where that's five years, 10 years, 20 years. I believe we are in the latter days. Um, it's, it's, if, you've, if you've ever been a reader of the word, you'll know that you can see the signs, wonders, oh, yeah. there, and everything, right? Full power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and one of the things that I, I saw, Creflo Dollar, who's a very prominent pastor here in the United States, came in and, 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 you know, he's, he, he talked about, you know, the millions and millions of dollars. Money, and now he wants to recant everything that he's ever taught about tithing. And I'm like, really? Like you taught about the word and now you're saying the total opposite. And to be honest with you, that's why people leave the church. That's why people don't want to know Christ. That's why people don't come. They don't, they don't care. They, they care a lot when they see you say things, but when they see an inconsistency in your message and who you are and what you stand for, that's where they say, I don't want nothing to do with that. And uh-huh. a lot of people fall. They don't, most people put their faith and trust in man. I put my faith and trust in God. I don't, I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to worry. When I look in that mirror in there, in, in this upstairs, in our, in our office upstairs, my identity is in the person that God created me, not the Grant Cardones and the, you know, my, my, my coach, Dr. Mitchell is a, is an amazing guy that you would really love. His name is uh, Dr. Myron Golden. 
And, oh, and, yes. Okay. Okay. So Myron is one of my good friends. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just texting him. Um, we're going to try to play some golf in about two weeks before I leave to go on my trip. We yeah. may have to wait till after, but I'm, I'm going to. No, uh, no lightning when you play golf, please. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Um, but but Myron, Myron teaches how to build a business from a kingdom perspective. He, yeah. said, he said, look, God has given us everything we need in his word to become millionaires, billionaires. Yes. He said, but we've been entrusted with it and we have to look at it from a different perspective, right? Like when I invest, I want to invest in kingdom people because I know it's an advancement of the kingdom. Yeah. Like when I have people in my podcast, I want to have people that are going to advance the kingdom. I'm going to say those things. So to finish up this last couple minutes, talk about mental strength because I know when I it, it, when I was reading on your site, I saw you put um, about goals. Right to achieve them, you have to work on your mental strength. Right. Yes, that's the that's leveraging the playing field. Is yeah. Talk, talk about that. Talk, just fin- a couple minutes. Yeah. Just finish so, up talking about how we can level the playing field um, in what we're doing by, you know, obtaining our mental strength when it comes when things don't, you know, necessarily go our way. But we know that God's in control of what we're doing. Talk about exactly. That. Well, you just basically answered the question. The ultimate power in being able to manage the mental game is by knowing who your daddy is. Your daddy is the king of kings and lord of lords. He owns everything. He knows every how how many hairs you have on your head, mm, or or how little I just got my cut, or how little, right? He knows. <laughs> that, oh, he lost a few today. You know, his thoughts for you are thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. He it. will make your cup overflow in the presence of your me- your enemies. Enemy. Yeah. About this half full cup, half empty nonsense. I'm like, how do you get your cup to overflow? And not only that, you increase the capacity of your cup. Jesus. Okay. Because that's what's in my bio. If you look at my LinkedIn, yeah, help you eliminate burnout, but also improve productivity in your personal and professional life. The definition of burnout is decreased productivity. Okay. Mm. Mm. Right. So it's knowing who your daddy is and having that anchor. And once you have that anchor and that power that you are going out to all nations and making disciples, it's nothing going to stop you. Nothing. 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 Wow. That's, I'm doing that's my so duty. Good. I'm supposed to do this. So if wealth comes my way, blessing, favor, that's that's supposed to. Yeah. That's right what we're, we're right we time. we were we're seated at the right hand of God, right? We're we're yeah. seated in heavenly places. We we have the same favor and the same authority that God granted to his son, right? Like we, we can, we can raise the dead and heal the sick. And, 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 you know, one of the things that I really realized Dr. Mitchell recently is my amount of time that I spend in prayer. <laughs> I, I had, I had really, and, and really, you know, I, I had the privilege of uh, baptizing one of my clients down in, 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 Sanibel Island in front of his family a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the things that I really realized is Nothing happens unless we're on our knees. Yeah. Nothing happens unless we're waking up in the morning and and speaking things as not as though they are, right? Exactly. That mental strength right there. When we when we start our morning, I, I teach this all the time now. I'm getting ready to teach a course um, on uh, how we start our day. Yes. And um and and I'm gonna teach people how to overcome sickness and disease and lack by how they start their day. And I I've helped thousands go through it. I'm, I'm launching my course this month first on teaching men how to naturally uh, advance their testosterone. And I've had over a thousand men go through it and you wouldn't believe the results. And it's a lot mm-hmm. of the, what I did is 
I taught them not only the basic things, but I taught them mindset and I taught them, you know, how to, how to manage their time and how to not overdo things and how to, you know, sleep and just the, the quality of things. And I think you said it best that, you know, set goals and achieve them. You have to have mental strength. And I, you know, um, we have to have the mind of Christ, you know? Yes. Yes. And the other thing that came to mind is um, how do you gain faith? Like tests and perseverance and trials, yes. trials and you tribulations. Have to be tested, yeah. okay? That's part of life. Yeah. Yeah. The greatest people on this earth who've made the biggest impact, they've been tested. Not because they're going willy-nilly into something stupid. Yeah. But they all are, been tested. Right? right? They've been tested. There was a good there was a good book, Dr. Mitchell, um, um, by Kenneth by Kenneth Hagan, who I think is oh, yeah. one of the greatest minds in, in the kingdom history. I mean, he wants to be with the Lord now, but he um one of my wife's mentors, Dr. Carol Lane, I think is one of the greatest prophetic voices in the world right now. She she gave her mantle over to my wife and anointed my wife with that a mantle. And it's 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 a privilege. It's an honor anytime someone that of that magnitude gives you that. And I I remember when Kenneth talked about it's a very small book and it talks about the valleys in the Bible. And yeah. there's and if you live a certain period of time, you'll go through all of these valleys, right? And and he said, I don't care what you learn about these valleys or what you learn when you go through it. He said, but just remember, your growth doesn't come when you're on the mountain. No, your it's growth in the comes when you're in the valley. Yeah. He said, Why do you think God put a mountain on the each side of a valley? Yes. Right? Because you can climb the mountain and then you can slide back down and then you can climb right back up the mountain, right? There's always an opportunity. The the valley just doesn't keep going forever and not give you an an opportunity to climb back up the mountain, right? And um, I think when you do that, and he said, you get to that point and then you stand on the mountain. You go through these valleys and you stand on the mountain. And uh, my wife, my wife was was speaking this to me the other day um, from the book of Haggai. She said, the latter days of our home are going to be greater than the former days of our home. Mm-hmm. And I've really been speaking that in the morning. God, you've said that the latter days of my home be greater. And I just started to see blessing after blessing and, 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 you know, and, and, and challenges that come are just, they're like, they're like shaking it off, right? Just yeah. shake. It's like the donkey that's in the well, Dr. Mitchell, and they're trying to kill the donkey and they just keep shoveling dirt. And they're thinking, Hey, if we just shovel enough dirt on him, he'll die and we won't have to worry about it. Right. Well, he yeah. just shakes the dirt off until he gets to the very top and then he just steps out of the well, right? Yeah. And I think that I got goosebumps when, I'm, when I think about it because I think that that's what we do. When we're overcomers, you know, when I'm, when I'm worshiping God in spirit and in truth, I'm an overcomer. Um, I begin to see myself the way God sees me. I begin to yeah. see the talents of God and I'd be able to see the things that he wants to do in and through me. So thank you so much for today. Thank you. This has been fantastic. Just being able to, you know, see you ver- physically and, yeah. and, and to be able to finally in God's timing, be able to have this conversation. So thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. It was awesome. So God, guys, I say this as we, finish up. Um, the only way, uh, and you'll be able to follow Dr. Mitchell, be able to find her. We'll have all of her notes and stuff where you can reach her. You can, you know, you can find her at, you know, holistic wellness You'll be able to find her Dr. Mitchell at holistic wellness You can go to her website. Uh, you can catch her on Instagram. You can catch her on Facebook, can catch her on LinkedIn. We'll put all that stuff in the show notes. But uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed today as much as I, I I did. And I say this as we finish every single podcast. Um, I hope that you'll that you'll love God, that you'll love people, and you'll live with passion, vision, and purpose. 
passion, vision, and purpose because that's what God called us to do. So until next time, uh, thank you again, Dr. Mitchell. Today has been fantastic. God has been here with us today. And uh, I just honor you today. And I look forward to uh, another time together very soon. So God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Heatfluence Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And as always, you can follow Michael on all social media platforms at Michael David Huey or www.michaeldavidhuey.com. Until next time, God bless and take care.